here we are with Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 1. We are in August 2021, and today and I and today with me here we have Brendan as the GM for the game. Peter as uh, Sir Rachel Star, the Celestial Sensor as Solar Twilight. Devin as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden as Layla Church, Infernal Exalted. And Sam as Rowan, a No Moon Lunar. It's all you now, Brandon. All right, then, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, I figured. <laughs> all right, then, guys. So, um, you all are on a trip from London up to uh, Loch Ness in Scotland. Um, Devin, if you would, um, I believe that you were talking about how that this trip is going and how that you've uh, made a bunch of plans with your with your exalted buddies here. Um, what exactly does this look like? Okay, uh, so for the road trip, I got us an RV. Um, there's a type of RV you can get that is towed by a semi-truck, is 55 feet long, has two floors, California King, foldable queen, jacuzzi on the second floor, two showers, full kitchen, bunch of TVs. It has a lot of amenities. Anyway, it costs 250 grand, so I stole one. They're around. Uh, and then I made the semi-truck cab alive, so it would drive itself so no one has to drive on the road trip. And then I got us a U-Haul truck with just a bunch of my supplies in it. Stuff for me. Don't worry about it. Uh, there's probably a guy or two in there. The truck's also alive. And then we got our blocker car. So in the front, we have a police interceptor with its lights. It's not on yet. And behind us, we got a city roadworks vehicle with the giant orange like arrows to telling you when to pass. Uh, and that is our convoy for the road trip. Oh, all the windows have been tinted black. All the plates have been taken off. And I've repainted everything. So it's a little harder for us to just people to, you know, see us. But like, you know, road trip. We're going glamping. Road trip indeed. So you all are, I assume, hanging out in the RV at the moment. Um, on your way, as I mentioned, from London up to Scotland. Um, it's a 10-hour trip from London to Loch Ness, if I recall. Uh, from looking at Google Maps. And um, so what does that look like? You guys are all hanging out on the inside. Uh, on the inside. Like, wh where's everybody's, uh, I guess, preferred place to hang out? Like, what kind of things are you guys doing to shoot the shit? Well, I'm definitely hot tubbing. And don't be weird about it. I'm wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> I think Rowan at this point is just having his hands in his head because he was just going to take public transit up and now this happened. He'll eventually read a book. As far as possible from the hot tubbing, wherever that, if that's on the roof, then so be it. Oh, I need to read a book somewhere. All right, so sometime after that you guys have passed the border of uh, 
Britain into Scotland, uh, but just a little bit before Loch Ness, um, you all do hear the sounds outside uh, at, that has kind of approached your motor convoy of, uh, well, the, uh, the, the, the sound of, uh, the sound of sirens. Oh my God. What kind of sirens? Uh, uh, police sirens. Oh, wow. Someone's in trouble. We'll let them pass. We'll put on the little pass sign for the public works. Uh, car. Well, who's driving this thing? Uh, did, didn't you mention it was driving itself? <laughs> yes, but who'll be officially driving it? That's well, a very good question. I don't. Probably the source of the sirens. Then <laughs> <laughs> reports a phantom RV barreling down the highway. Oh damn the silence! Oh dear. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna crack open one of the windows and poke my head out and see if it looks like they're heading off somewhere else, or if they're after us, or what. They are at the back end of your convoy and seem to be giving that uh, that cop signal to uh, pull over uh, that, that they want to talk to you. Are you sure this thing isn't uh, isn't stolen, right? Uh, uh, honestly, I'm not. I'm not sure. I haven't really known uh, sadness very long. <laughs> I will be I'm back. I got disconnected. Uh, sadness. Sad. Uh, there's there's some there's some cops. I think you can see them from up there. All right, I'll come on down. What, what are they driving next to us? Uh, sort of behind us with the, the sirens and the flashing lights and the whatnot. All right, I'll speak aloud to the RV. <sighs> Despair seven. Reply. That's the AI I make everything alive with. You named your AI Despair? No, it named itself Despair 7. And me. It named you Despair 7. Never mind. Yeah, when it crawled up inside of me. You know, like you guys did, right? You guys all got that voice, right? I'm... We'll cover that later. Despair 7, answer. It's just a computer. It can answer. I don't know, man. Uh, check the local police scanners. Is there anything going on we should know about? Yes, sir. Checking local scanners. There's a little bit of uh, uh, background ambient computer noises as that it then uh, comes back with a reply. Local constabulary appears to be uh, following this convoy. Uh, request further uh, f- further commands. Uh, yeah, have a bomb threat called in on the other end of the area, so they'll have to go to that. <laughs> like, just somewhere far away from here. You figure it out. Wouldn't it be easier to just, you know, pull over? And talk to cops? I mean, all right. All right, cool. All right, no, we're pulling over. Don't do that other thing. I command you not to. Uh, car, pull over. I don't know how to drive, guys. It's going to pull <laughs> over however it pulls over. I assume that with that, the entire convoy... You guys can tell to do stuff, too. The entire convoy also pulls over with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You bring so your call the... to be many of the other parts of the convoy. What do you what do you mean? They're self-driving cars. Should I have put someone in the passenger seats or the driver's seat? Probably. I mean to pretend that there's someone there, yes. Well, I didn't expect police to pull over a police car. It's never happened in my life. Yeah. So you guys pull over onto the side of the road and out of the cop car comes a uh, single, uh, a, a single uh, like average looking uh, white Scottish guy in a, in a yellow vest and black slacks. And he's, he looks probably pushing it uh, his, uh, his late forties. Uh, he's got like the white going on and like a really like just, pure white mustache and he just kind of walks up just kind of saunters over to the uh the main the the semi that is uh pulling the 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 the, tr- the rv what do you guys do yeah there's an accent I- i'll walk into the like the cab and like wait do you guys want me to talk to the cop or do you guys want to do it because i'm like social someone else want this scene just have it you sure? All right. All right. You know, if anyone wants to join in, feel free. You know, it's not just me here. It's all good. Okay. I'll uh, open the, I'll roll down. I'll have the car tr- roll the window down because, you know, buttons. Did you put anything other than your, you know, swim trunks? No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, how you doing there, lad? All right. Windows rolled down. Howdy there. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, see, you got this uh, this mighty big con- convoy here. So uh, where are you heading? Oh, we're heading up to... Uh, I'm going to look over to you guys uh, to see if anyone gives me the facial expression to lie or be to lie. Does anyone Does anyone give that? No, I mean, it's it's a tourist destination. Loch Ness. Let's got, let's we're, going, got a, we're going to find the Loch Ness. Let, let's got an expression that's very difficult to oh. read. Um. Yeah, I don't really have dots and empathy, so uh, I'm hooched there. Sorry. I'll turn back to the Scottish man and go, we're looking to hunt the Loch Ness monster. Like, not in a, you know, capture way, in like a, you know, exploring nature way. Oh, you're going up to see old Nessie there, eh? That sounds, uh... Yeah, that sounds that sounds uh, fantastic. Yeah, I uh, I just came by because when that you all made a made a turn about uh, when you all made a turn about oh oh maybe two miles back, I noticed that uh, that your blinkers were out, and I wanted to make sure that you knew to get that fixed. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that. I'm sorry. I I just missed that. I guess heading on out. Can you show me which blinker it is? Yeah, yeah, of course. Is that okay to ask? All right, I'll get out with him. He takes you back. Uh, it looks like uh, and shows you the the right blinker, and it's out. He is not, you know, shitting you. He he is he is in fact not shitting. Yeah, you. Like, it's legitimately, it's legitimately out. out. Oh wow! You know what? Uh, I think there's a semi pull up up ahead if the map's correct, and we might just pull over, and I might just pop that out there. Well, thank you. I, I, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you all were aware of that. Didn't want you to get, uh, get any fines or anything. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. 
Yeah, no problem. Good luck hunting hunting old Nessie then. Ah, uh, you might just hear about us in the paper. And then I'll uh, wait for him to like make some distance and I'll go back into the vehicle. Uh, when he leaves and you say that, he kind of like finger guns at you and gives you a wry smile and then gets, ah. in, and then gets into his car and drives off. Despair 7, resume, ju- resume journey. Oh, it was just the cops, guys. No problem. Oh, it's just the cops. Probably put that... Yeah, I probably put that blinker out when we ran that fence. My bad. Probably should put... I thought I caught it, but I got a few spares under the counter here. We'll get it at the truck stop up front. Don't even worry. Just relax. You know what? I think it's party time. I wasn't going to break this out till the return trip, but I'll go under a counter and bring out a mail postman's bag, and it's has, you know, cans of beer, pot gummies, stuff, <laughs> cigarettes, loose cigarettes. Oh, all right. Uh, we probably should have at least somebody sitting in the driver's seat at least then. Oh, um, yeah, all right. I'll do that. Oh, all right. The seats are super comfy. If you look up online this model, they're like theater seats with like 18 different points of adjustment and like leather. Uh then that's the probably suit. not going to be too reassuring because the first thing Layla went for was the cigarettes. <laughs> well, other than the beer. Oh, guys, I'm going to like dump this. I'm going to, I'm going to like back this into the Thames when we're done with it. It's hot. <laughs> Don't worry about ruining it. Oh God. Guys, guys, only the semi truck has, guys, only the semi truck has a soul. The rest of this is just a, it's just a trailer. On, I'm going to dump now? it afterwards. Don't worry worry about ruining it just as she's gotten done Don't lighting worry up about ruining Hold on a second. It, it's what now it's hot so i'm just gonna dump it afterwards don't worry about ruining I didn't it. think about mentioning that when i when we said that we were being pulled over by a cop well it feels like that would only upset you so why would i do that mm-hmm. yeah fair enough rolling the window down by the way i have i have every fast and the furious movie on laser disc how old is this van is that not the superior i don't know i got a laser disc player and a bunch of fast and the furious movies on laser disc someone told me laser disc was popular and fast and the furious was popular you guys like that up here right layla sticks her head out the window partly in hope of escaping this conversation partly in hope that <laughs> maybe like a passing uh power pole will take it clean off hereditary don't try to hereditary yourself to escape this road trip <laughs> honestly i'm more concerned about the fact that the fast and the furious is all on laser disc i don't how did you manage that oh i paid some guy to do it he was part of my cult oh. yes I, I i don't honestly i don't know why i question things that you say anymore they tend to be true for some reason. I, I mean, these are all like, it's real easy to do all of this. This isn't like, I'm not talking about like ending the world or calling down the moon. This is, I just, I just got some, some shows for us to watch. It's all good. I think that'd be contentious. I need to know, have you, have you calculated how difficult it would be to pull down the moon from space? I, I don't have that power. I don't know okay. what that is. I can't do okay. that. Well, Despair 7 says I can't do that. He says some people could, but he's very vague on the details a lot of the time. I'm just checking because you constantly surprise me. 
And you know, at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, indeed. So, for the rest of the, uh, I don't know, like, four or five hour trip, which of the Wild Speed movies do you watch? Um, the one where Han Solo dies. Ah, yes. My favorite of the Fast and Furious. <laughs> That's a legitimate movie. <laughs> that happens in Fast and the Furious. Wait, what? Really? <laughs> you don't know no. that? The Fast and the Furious canon introduces a character known as Han Solo. Like Han Solo. Like Seoul, Korea. Uh, and he's Han Solo. And he dies in one of them. Oh, is that in Tokyo Drift? <laughs> yeah, it's in Tokyo okay. Drift. But he's in other movies. He shows up in movies after he dies but canonically before he dies. Mind blown. <laughs> so you guys watch Wild Speed X3 Tokyo Drift. I, I had to put that in there because that's what they're called in Japan. <laughs> are they yeah. Really? yeah, they really are. Oh no. It's amazing. It's the best. It's like someone got a dump Seriously version. though, but you guys also... But like circling back to that previous thing, you guys, you know, you have like a like a thing in your head, right? You mean a brain? Yeah, one of those. Well, yeah, yeah, but you guys have like the voice, right? No. I mean, everyone has a voice in their head. No, I just go talk to the owl spirit. Okay, I'm not talking about self narration. <laughs> yeah, owl spirit. See, you got a voice in your head. Owl no, spirit. I have to I go to it. another world. Do it to talk to the owl. Ah, uh, a magical other world inside the realm of imagination. I know how it is. Yeah, I Look, think we I got can... some brownies to do that in the bag. I mean, I have had some of them, yes. Yeah. But, no. I could take you there. Some of those... <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, that was my plan. We should talk about that, sure. But, like, seriously, none of you guys are going to admit that you have a voice in your head. Like, I know some of you have voices in your head. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to play the not admitting we have voices in our head game. Fine. I know it comes with the power set. I know it comes with the power. So this leads me to an interesting question then. Uh, what does End of Sadness's voice in his head sound like? Frank Welker's sound wave. You know what? Fair. <laughs> Like, not the cartoon one, the more aggressive one he's been using in the later years because he's getting old. Like, whatever voice you'd assume that uh, the Vider of Null Space would have, which I always imagine would be Frank Welker's Soundwave. <laughs> oh, the Dread Gear. What about Leda? What's her voice in the head? That's the one telling me that this is a bad idea. <laughs> I feel like nothing bad has even happened yet. We've just been hanging out. I, I, to be fair, it's nothing has bad yet happened. 
Sorry, those brownies are hitting me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, let us know when the other world shows up, mate. <laughs> no, I can literally take you to the other world. See, my plan was to go to the Loch Ness, see if there was a little uh, spirit gate. I can see those. Um, uh-huh. And then, you know, we go go through it. I mean, there will certainly be a... Yeah, that sounds great. I, I want to do that. Yes, that would be at least the spirit of, you know, the Loch Ness Monster there. I mean, cards on the table, I assumed we were going to find nothing. So hearing that there is stuff there, loving well, it. What a great I mean, trip. I don't know if there is. That's the whole point of this semi-vacation. I want to see if the... Ah. I want to believe. I mean, you know... Semi? If you knew that you would find something, then you wouldn't be hunting cryptids, then it would be a cryptid. Well, I mean, it's not like it's Big Cat or anything. It's we're Yeah, we're not hunting grassmen or yowlers. Yeah. You guys don't hunt snagglegasters up here? Is that some no. kind of Harry Potter shit? No. No, T.R.F. Rowling did not put that in her books. There, it's an animal. You know, the snagglegaster. Yeah, does it have a voice in its head too? You sure? I don't know. It's like a. It's it's like a bird lizard. You sure it's the snagglegaster? Isn't that like a dinosaur? I mean, I mean, I've heard it both ways. Anyway, no, no, mate. Oh, no, it isn't Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> no, oh, I did no. look it up. It is. No, you're right. <laughs> shame, shame. Yeah, I never heard enough snackle. I didn't want to look at my phone because my phone, because my phone Googled it and it's all like, oh, no, you're right. No, my phone did a Google. Yeah, you're right. It's an HP, it's a HP Potter creature. Did you just say, almost say HP Lovecraft? I can't really keep these uh, books straight anymore. They're getting real different. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So, um, as you guys are continuing going up, um, I know that at least one of you has a little bit, uh, at least a little bit of occult knowledge, uh, considering that your uh, parents aren't exactly uh, uh, normal people. Um, so, Rigel, um, would you mind giving me a intelligence and a cult role to see if you know any of the sordid history of Loch Ness? Boy. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Boy, does he. He's so good at that. Hmm, do I want to use my excellency on this? Uh, I guess I'll pass I just have, you know, 10 dice. That's good enough. That's six successes. Well, with that many successes, you know that uh, Loch Ness is home to not only the cryptid of uh, Nessie that everyone has been thinking about exists since 1933, but... It also had a sordid history starting at just around the turn of the century when a one, uh, the most 
evil man in the world, uh, uh, Alistair Crowley bought it in 18, uh, bought a manor right off the shores of Loch Ness in 1899. Mm -hmm. And according to some of your, uh, knowledge that you've, uh, gained over the years. Uh, he once actually tried to perform a black magic ritual that was interrupted uh, for some reason where that he might have tried to mm, bind 12 dukes of hell to his manor in an attempt to uh, commune with angelic beings. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's a fun stuff to relate to everybody else. All right. Well, that sounds like a thing we can investigate. So are they there now? Did you said he attempted to do it. Did he succeed? I don't think so. At least, you know, the official history don't say anything about it. Otherwise, you know, things would be very different. Probably have to talk with the local mages. I feel like this would have caught the news. <laughs> Well, uh, for what it matters, uh, it is said that uh, the groundskeeper of his estate up there did suffer many tragedies after his attempt was made. So is that place still up there? Uh, it was, it actually, the ruins of it are, it caught fire back in 2015. That sounds more interesting than uh, looking, at a, looking at a big old lake. I mean, it's right by the lake, so. Are we talking like the uh, south of the north end? or? Hmm. Google Maps. Oh, what is that, Dream? Uh It is the uh, the Bolskin House, which is on the about southeast uh, part of the lock. Hmm. Oh, so it's like literally on the lock. Yeah, it's literally on the lock. Oh wow, that's great! There's some camping grounds there. Neat. Well, I guess we know where we're going then. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll pull up around one of the camping grounds, rent out a lot, uh, bed down there, and then we can go investigating. Yes. Perfect. All right. hmm. uh, wait, no, I thought we were investigating if Nessie's alive or real. Oh. But that all takes place on the lock, right? So we'll just camp out on the oh. lock. That makes okay. sense. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. Uh, to a city that I cannot pronounce. Bolskenine. You're going to get that a lot in uh, yes. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a recurring theme, I feel. Yeah, well, well, uh, I'll at least give it a give it a shot here. Uh, it looks like it's near Inver. Faragig? I don't know how to pronounce that. And Foyers? 
I knew that word. I got old Inverfargig. Inverfargig. I apologize to any listeners from actual yeah, Scotland. I feel like we're, we're going, going to, to completely it. fuck your country shit up in this game. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry about my terrible Scottish accent. Amazing. It didn't seem that bad. It seems pretty good. Thank you. So anyway, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to accomplish in this scene of chatting with each other in the RV before you all uh, find a spot on the lock to set up? Yeah. Do you guys want to, I don't know, talk about your backgrounds at all around you? should me? probably like describe our characters. Ask questions about our capabilities. <laughs> So just as a reminder, uh, there is an intro episode that happens before this where we will describe our characters in a lot of detail. And it's also okay to do it here in the first episode because it hasn't been recorded yet and we should remind ourselves what we look like. Who would like to go first? Just do it in that order that was pasted. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So, Radil, he's a white dude in his 40s. He's good-looking. Like a stubble beard going on, some dark brown hair. Like usually wears a nice gray suit, some brown, uh, brown overcoat, and yeah, that's his thing. It's like yeah. excellent list. Okay. Uh, anything else about them we'd want to know? Mm, uh, looks wise, I don't think so. I guess I'm next, and mine's not quite as succinct. <laughs> so, end of sadness is average height, pretty average appearance, like average build. Like nothing really stands out body wise as far as like any one spectrum or the other. Uh, but their body's covered in electrical scars that also look like cuneiform and circuitry patterns. Uh, their teeth are made of chrome, their fingernails are mirrored, their pupils are octagonal instead of circular, and when they speak, they slightly auto-tune. They have their cast mark permanently on their brow in opalescent color. That's that symbol of Typhon octagon symbol. And yeah, yeah, that's that's the baseline description for what they look like. Uh, like black, messy hair, not nothing really special done to it. They cut it themselves or someone cuts it for them. Um... They don't really wear shirts a lot. It's mostly pants and like sweatpants or not sweatpants. Sweatpants are horrific. Like cotton pants or like parachute pants, like big comfy cloth pants. No shoes usually. Sorry, I'm just like stuck That's on the it. no shoes detail. I have soak 11 sometimes. Ah, walking in broken glass. Yeah, it doesn't bother oh, God me. God damn it, now I've got Annie Linux stuck in my head. <laughs> so Layla's uh, mid-twenties, um, two-tone hair, two hair uh, will be dyed in two different colors pretty much every story, so... Um, thrift store punk rock 
fashion, uh, usually held together by an by a very old, uh, but real leather jacket, uh, covered in band pins. Can I ask a question uh, about uh, about Layla's jacket then? Shoot. What's her favorite band pin on there? Uh probably um she's got a, she's got a misfits pin with pride of place on the breast. So excellent, excellent. I feel like that uh what 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 pins you have on on, on the jacket uh really says a little bit about uh about the character. Uh, Rowan is in his young 20s, uh, and you would can pretty much pin him as an art student. He has a sense of fashion, but you don't know what that sense is. It's just kind of a mess. I'm kind of imagining, like, uh, you remember that uh, terrible Pokemon trainer from Sun and Shield? Like that, but just one step less uh, obnoxious. Which terrible? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Oh, maybe I'll have to get a picture of it. Give me a second. Is it the guy who was the that's champion? Okay. I think so. He's my favorite. He's oh, so extra. Oh my god! What is wrong with one you? One less. One less. <laughs> what happened? There's Paisley in one iteration. One like googling frantically. I mean, like I kind of fucking love it. Leon. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get back, back to me that. I, I mean, he's Leon in my head now, so you probably want to get that corrected as soon as possible. <laughs> it was the... It's a psychic one. The one that looks like a... It was supposed to be a joke. No, no, uh, no you're fine, bud. We're not... We're not... Do you mean Avery from Sword yes. and Shield? Avery. Oh. I, I, I was making a joke. No, definitely not Avery. I'm, it's He has a coat. It has Paisley okay. in it. It's a sense of fashion. Okay. It's wrong. There we go. Because <laughs> I was... I, I was really on board with Avery for a moment here. I'm like, holy shit, I thought I was the most out there one. This is amazing. There's a top hat and shorts and a rough. Hey, I was considering taking the uh, the antlers and hiding it with a top hat, so Okay. I mean that's, that's a fantastic. good consideration. You trust your instinct. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> Always trust your instincts. Looks like fucking glam Doctor Who, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, laddie, we've got an adventure. Doctor Who, if they weren't... It'd be Doctor Who if it wasn't teasing you about the LBGBT representation. Uh. So anyway... Right. All right then. <laughs> so with uh, character descriptions out of the way, and knowing now that... I can just attack End of Sadness's feet because shoes are not a thing. Um, you <laughs> all eventually, after way too many watchings of the Fast and the Furious on Laserdisc, um, arrive at Loch Ness. I gotta say, I don't really get these movies, but I'm glad you guys enjoy them. 
who said that we enjoyed them? Uh, newspapers. British people like the Fast and the Furious. Uh, British people. The conglomerate British person. <laughs> Did Layla say they're not too bad? I'll gesture like... <laughs> <sighs> wow. One in three British people. <laughs> That's 30%. It's not my fault I'm the only one in this bus with taste. <laughs> I mean, in fairness... He... Sadness could have made you all just watch Bridgerton for 10 hours on repeat. Is that like Tenant? Because I saw Tenant and I didn't like it. Is Bridgerton like Tenant? No, Bridgerton is one of those period dramas that my wife likes. Uh, just watch the Downton Abbey. Like, I did like Downton Abbey. It's just, it's a little sad after a while. Also, the rich people are incompetent. <laughs> Aren't they always? Fuck in the show, Ponzi himself almost Ponzi schemes them. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Loch Ness. <laughs> so, you all arrive at Loch Ness. Uh, I assume that you guys uh, left at a decent enough time that you'll still have light enough out to set up your whole camping uh, get up and... Uh, have some time to just kind of look around and enjoy uh, enjoy the scenery. Well, we left early enough that the Fomori can set that up. <laughs> oh, excuse me. The Fomori can go and set all that up. <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. There's cocaine in the van. Feel free. So you have <laughs> a bunch of Fomori who are uh, a part of your cult and helping out. Are there any that stick out as the uh the leader of this finally yeah one of them's the leader uh let's say that they are the old grandpa chef that i turned out i didn't need because someone here has 20 dice to cooking all right let me let, let me think of a grandpa voice real quick for you um hey little sonny oh <laughs> Yeah, but it's also got to be British. <laughs> Will that be all for you, sir? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the setup. I appreciate it. You guys, like, take a nap, hang out. You know, we got games and movies. You guys like Fast and the Furious, right? Oh, it's one of our favorite movies. We love it because it's all about family. Yeah, you don't turn your back on family. And I'll let him do the other part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you'll you'll get it eventually. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh, really appreciate it. I love you. family's the strongest. No, no uh, you know what? It's fine. You'll get to that part. It's in great. The back, in Dom, the background, Layla's contemplating drowning herself in the walk. <laughs> The Fomori go off after setting up all of your camping equipment and uh, go do what that cults do in the background of, I guess, keeping the locals and other campers uh, away from their master. Unless, of course, you wanted uh, random people to approach you all. 
we're gonna tell them that this is like a celebrity thing and then they have to keep their distance because we got like i don't know what's a famous uk celebrity princess diane's on board so we don't want anyone coming on to like interrupt your vacation and then i'll walk off i feel like that might be a problem right there you know they're good at improvising oh so no, yeah I'll yeah i like improvise. that let's roll with it <laughs> Okay, so you tell them, uh, so the Fomori are going to tell all the uh, travelers and other people that Princess Diane is here. All right, we're going to deal with that later. Well, they're not going to just, okay, they're, they're professionals, they're not going to just say it. No bodyguard would just say, you can't come here, you know, Cher is secretly here on vacation. They'll just be like, I'm sorry, it's a private affair. If they push it, like, I'm sorry, we can't disclose royalty doing stuff. The princess wouldn't like it, or something like that, you know, they're not going to just... You know, they're not like someone who, you know, dress up like a time traveler day. The worst asshole on dress up like a time traveler day is the guy that woke us up and it's all like, I'm sorry, what is that? And you're like, it's a billboard. And they're like, oh, we don't have those. And then he looks at you in the year I come from. And you're like, oh, what a fucking asshole. What an asshole. They're not like that. Okay. So you have uh, pretended to be British royalty, uh, but we're not going to disclose who. We'll, we shall yeah, see what happens. But maybe you'll find out in the tabloids. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, the lock is before you, and I assume that you guys parked close enough to uh, Bolskine House to uh, be able to yeah. uh, do some uh, looking around at this point. Uh, which would you guys rather uh, check out first? The lock itself or the uh the the burned out corpse of a manor that once housed alistair crowley and a few other popular people uh well as i do have the charm uh i have eyes of the cat which allows me to see otherworldly emanations so glimpses of powers and other worlds basically which one shines the brightest uh it looks like i do have to do a roll this mm. uh, just a second well that's cool yes where did my dice roller go where did all my stats go i to sing a song okay uh that's nine dice against difficulty seven and three um <clears throat> you said three successes three successes it allows me to see the aura of power emanating from places of otherworldly or supernatural energies such as nodes, cairns, freeholds, or haunts. Uh, they are visible from essence miles away. So since I'm an essence one. Oh, you're absolutely within a mile of this place. Um, I assume that you all would have parked close enough to both. Um, so, using Eyes of the Cat um, to discern which areas have uh, more supernatural uh, juice to them, uh, there is a faint aura emanating across the whole lock that you can see. Um, it is shimmering as if that there is a little bit of maybe latent energies on there uh, that helps uh, that, that kind of discerns it from the rest of the world. 
uh, and shows that stuff is there. But when you turn your vision towards the manor, it is like this decrepit, like essence that uh, looks almost like, um, I don't want to say evil in nature, but it has a very dark tone to it. That is uh, a much stronger than uh, than what the lock is putting off. Uh, so, so good news. As a question, go ahead. Is the manor uh, the thing that's like the way its energy comes across? Is it a place of desolation? Uh, considering its history and the fact that it uh, it burned down under mysterious circumstances, I would certainly say yes. Okay, good to know. Uh, so, yes, everybody, hello. Uh, good news, the lock is magic, but the castle is completely magic and hella haunted. Maybe with ghosts. Oh, man, that's amazing. All right, I'm going to go back and get some of those brownies. Hmm. They're very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go to the castle, but it's very evil. Uh, like, I, I'm... Yeah, I don't know if I'm... wafting evilness across me. It's very distasteful. All right, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know how I... It does? All right, cool. All right, yeah, then yeah, let's... Uh, who, who wants to do spooky castle or non-spooky... So what is a lock? Is it just a lake? Yes, it's a, it's a lake. It's right there. You can go dip your toes in it if you want. Oh, I just, I don't know what I expected, I guess, when I heard Loch Ness. I thought it, uh... Yes, it's a, it's a long lake. I don't know what I expected. Huh. I'm good with either, you know? Whoever's excited for what the most. Well, I mean, it is hella haunted, uh, and nice magic will stay there. So maybe we should go for evil magic to make sure that we're not eaten in the night. Hmm. Well, that makes sense to me. Rigel, Layla, what do you guys think? So we're we're basing this pronouncement off of what exactly? Oh, I can see it. Can you not? Oh, yeah, you probably can't. Um, so I can show it to you if you want. I, I mean, I'm going to take you at your word for it. No, that sounds good. Yeah, sure. Show uh, us. All right. Uh, then I will use the lore speaking method to literally show them exactly what I've seen in a waking dream. Using the charisma that mm. I as a player do not have, my character describes a wonderful <laughs> word painting that wraps around uh, the, the willing uh, who wishes to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is an excellent showmanship. Oh, yeah, that sounds dope. It, you but, literally are witnessing it as I describe it. That's a cool peyote trip. And it doesn't cost distance. Oh my god, this would be amazing effects. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die so, here, though. So anyway. Holy all right, all right. Shit. Castle is clearly haunted. 
No, yeah, that's that's haunted as fuck. Wow. Uh, do, do you see shit like that all the time? Is that is that how well, you work? Well, I, I have to try. Um, it, it it's like it's in the corner of your vision, and then you have to turn your eyes towards it and look at it with a very you normally can't see. It's like it's like it doesn't want to be seen. I don't. This is all very new to me. It's very hard to describe. But no, that's yeah. fair. Hmm. Layla's like got her sunglasses up on her forehead and she's trying to squint. It's not really working. Wait, so that's kind of like your eyes are curly in photographs or curly in cameras. Yeah, that's possible, right? Curly and that's like ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rigel knows. Read about it in a book last year. Yeah, huh. Oh, yeah, no, you got to keep up with all the recent tech if you want to be successful out in the field. It's a whole thing, right? Sure. So you guys want to go and approach the spooky burned out, burned down manor then. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. What, Evil castle. What time about is it? Oh, I would certainly say for dramatic effect, the sun is probably about to start setting. All right, do we bring any torches like that? Well, I got some equipment in the U-Haul I can bring if you guys are okay with that. I don't want to step on any of your all toes. Suppose we can grab a torch or two. Yeah, I can't see in the dark, so. Yeah, okay, I'll just, uh, you know, just pick up my phone, you know, just be like, you got that? Okay, put it down, and we have some flying drones with, like, flashlights on them and night vision they'll show up i brought them in the u-haul they have souls yes does that do these guys help they have night vision you could see it on this ipad here I mean, they have... or your phone Layla just pulls out her phone and just uses the light on it oh you want your phone to have a sword? I can do that. Please don't talk to my phone. It's probably for the best. Alright. Hey, we take our flashlights and go. Alright. Yep. The... Brandon, I'll have one of those Boston Dynamics uh, spot dogs also deploy and trail us from the back end just in case we need uh, something that can haul. All right, fantastic. Uh, so with uh, torches in hand, you all uh, head up towards the burned out manor of uh, the, 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 the burned out manor of uh, Bolskin up on the lock. So when you guys get about mm, like moleskin, yeah. okay. at least that's how I'm reading it. Um <laughs> So when you guys get about mm, 50 feet from the manor grounds, there is a uh, a fence that has been erected for uh, construction crews to come through and try and uh, fix some of the burned out uh, parts of the house. It looks like it's been here for a while and that people have kind of not been putting their best foot forward towards trying to get this 
haunted ass place fixed up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, is the fence impassable? Um, why don't one of you give me a perception alertness roll? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, All right. Anyone other than me? <laughs> I'm guessing you do that. I have eight dice in that. My God, <laughs> the, uh, the the fence doesn't have barbed wire or anything over the top of it. Like this is in America, but it is a fence. So like you would have to jump it. It's maybe like seven feet tall or climb it at the very least. I rolled a success. If we had bolt cutters, can we? Eight successes. Okay. A success. One. Oh, a success. I'm... <laughs> I thought you said eight. I'm sorry. No, um. Either one is extreme. (laughs) With one success, it takes you guys a little bit of looking around to uh, find some things uh, in the fence. But eventually there is a small uh, hole that uh, anyone who isn't too big and bulky could probably crawl through. Uh, with ease. It's almost like some teenage, some local teenagers might have uh, cut through here and use this as a dare to, uh, to, to come by and maybe do some graffitiing. Awesome. Are any of us big and bulky? Well, I don't think I want to crawl, so I can always use craftsman these tools to make my hands do wire cutters, just open it up some more. Oh, right. Oh. Magic. <laughs> so That's fantastic. My essence, and you know, for the next eight hours, I've got all the tools I need. So, I open it up. There. Entrance. Does that mean... Wait, if you have all the tools you need for all of your crafting, does that mean I could give you a cup of water, you could boil it and steep tea in it? Yes. Like, with just your hands? I think so. Amazing, I love it. The sweet thing like it's supernal, it. then I can you know, have heavy machinery out of my anima. Oh my god. I, I can't wait for you to bring a bulldozer or a steamroller out of your anima then. So, uh with ease What was that about construction crew? Go ahead. Glorious solar oh, construction I, I crew. Saw someone said something about a construction crew. Ah, Okay, so we go in. So with ease, uh, Rigel opens up the uh, the fence with his hands uh, cutting through and uh, leaving you all with a perfectly sized doorway to enter into the grounds of Bullskin Manor. Dun, dun, dun. You can just do that the whole time? Do you have like super strength or something? No, I just, you know... Use my hands, and things seem to be just very plastic under them. Huh. Wild. So what do we see here? So what that you all see is the... 
the burned out corpse of a once great house. Um, the fire has ravaged it to the point that the uh, the second story that it might have once had is no longer there. And the uh, the wood and everything is tumbling over the whites of the stone that uh, that that built the outside are still white, though, uh, on the edges, you can see uh, sear marks where the, the fire had uh, caused it to uh, ca- cause some exterior damage. Um, the actual manor itself does have some greenery that appears to be growing out of it um, as that uh, nature is coming to reclaim uh, reclaim what uh, what what was once taken from it. There are uh, there are beams that are kind of precariously uh, moved against some walls and things that uh, look like they're. Uh, Oh my god! Uh, basically, it just looks like a it looks like a very burned out house that has not been has not had the clutter cleared out of it uh, for about four or five years now. Hmm. Well, I will direct the drones to like circle the property and give us a map of the exterior in case there's stuff we should be aware of. I suspect that, well, I suspect that the, uh, all the well, magical shit is going to be in the other world. This might just be a building here. Or it might be, oh, right. I keep forgetting other worlds exist and you can go there, you were saying. Yeah, right. I can keep, huh. uh, I can catch glimpses of it. Um, and I could probably take you there. This seems like a very, uh, hmm. seems like a very weak point, but a map might be good, yes. So, uh, my plan is, if there, we don't run into anything in the real world, we can just go look at it in the oh, spiritual yeah. reflection. So, there's a picture of, there's a picture of this place posted, and it is not complex. <laughs> it's a, it's a shell. I wonder if there'd be anything underground or something like that. Where would the ritual take place? Oh, well, uh, any place that seems thin. I mean, if I were doing it, I would be doing a ritual in some sort of creepy castle basement. Well, I'm not you. We can just do it, like, next to a tree. I just meant wherever they were doing their rituals. Oh, right, yes. Okay, yes. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, usually things like this have some sort of secret basement to it where you do all the weird stuff you don't want anyone to see. Well, it'd have to be a secret basement at this yeah. point. Everything else is burned to shit. Layla's hucking rocks over the wall and into the interior trying to get the ghost to come out. Well, this conversation is going on. Unfortunately, your rock throwing does not entice the ghosts. Rose performance, and then it'll entice them. 
<sighs> Maybe that is it. Maybe if you sing some sort of song, you can attract the ghosts out to answer our idle, curious questions. <laughs> some boring fucking ghosts so far. Has anything spooky happened to any of our electronics uh, grave encounters slash uh, I want to say that guy, Bag- Zach Bagan style? Um, Give me a moment. I'm trying to think of like, uh, so I'm just trying to remember some of my uh, some of my dumb, unnecessary Crowley lore that is like in my brain. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the storyteller is doing that. The uh, the infernal is trying to boost through a window. So, um, how much can we lower the gauntlet by by just being here slash whatever we do? Was it doesn't it like the infernals lower it? Normally, you have to do something for that. Mm, that's. Uh, I mean, give me. You're thinking of missiles. Give me three or four sessions, and I'll have that charm. And there's a charm for this. Uh, yeah, abyssals are the walking, are like the walking weak point in the gauntlet or the in the shroud. Oh neat. Yeah, I can do my twilight stuff lowered by two, and I guess that's the extent of what we can do at the moment. I feel like the gauntlet number is not going to be something that's going to be our enemy. I mean, we could probably make our way through it, even without tricks. Yeah, no real, no real reason not to knock it down, but yeah, it does make the roll. Oh, a bit absolutely. I'm on the pro knocking the gauntlet downside. Until the sweet ghost shows up, and they go like, nope. Well, but at least that means we can just summon down their face with it. Yay, Twilight's. So, um, as far as uh, where that rituals would take place in this, um, I don't believe that Bolskin House actually has a basement. Uh, but I cannot pull up any like schematics <laughs> to say I mean, otherwise off the top yeah. of my head. Um, but I do recall that uh, the as far as where that rituals would take place, um, Pete, you you got a super big success on this whole war roll. Yeah. Um, like earlier in the game. Crowley himself always made sure that the ritual that he was doing here was facing towards the north. So I think that the big ritual room is actually that uh, that big room that looks like all burnt out that has like the tree coming out of it in the picture. Oh. I thought it was just outside of it, but I guess it could be a room. But no, you can clearly see wall markings. Mm. Oh, that's an interior room? Yes. Uh, Yeah, I believe that that is uh, an interior room. That picture is is actually from 2019 when the second fire went through it. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, God. It's like a ballroom or foyer or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. 
Yeah, like if, if I've ever learned anything from my random occult nonsense that uh, that I've accrued over my years of life, it's that Alistair Crowley was fucking extra as fuck. <laughs> One of his scions invented rocket fuel and then blew himself up with it. <laughs> uh. So, all right. So I guess this is Sam. So as it, uh, so going back to the original question, which was about the drones and if they got any, any like weird spooky stuff, um, as they're flying over that large Northern area, uh, they do get a little bit of static and interference over that area. There's also some in the, uh, in that little uh, hallway that kind of separates like the, the, the entrance from that big area. Hmm. Well, obviously uh, that information will be transparent to you guys. So make of that what you will. So uh, did you, did you want to investigate that, or do you want to go to the uh, to the other worlds? I mean, yeah, let's go to the other world. That sounds like a good idea, right, guys? Uh, well, I wish you to exit the other worlds. I can bring you out, but I basically can't do anything while in the other world unless we find some. Yes. Okay. Uh... Like, what do you mean can't do anything? Like. You'll turn into a statue oh, no. and hold the gateway open. It's just, it's very draining. Um, and I can get us there and back. I just can't do anything exciting. Well, I, I think me, Layla, and Rigel can handle that. <laughs> yes, that's, if it comes that's what to I'm it. hoping. Okay. Uh, so Rowan will go to the north wall uh, where he can feel that the... Uh, Shroud or Gauntlet or whatever, whatever is the weakest, and start to shape a portal open between the worlds. I will know, need to know the difficulty of this. It is minus one of what it normally should be. Well, the Gauntlet's probably the difficulty, right? I think the Gauntlet, yes. And it, would it be two more because P can do his trick? If yeah, he does his trick, I, it would be minus three. What was the current difficulty? I would say the current difficulty here is a five. This place is haunted as hell, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of weird magical bullshit that happened here. Um, it's the 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 gauntlet and everything is pretty low here. Okay, so I'm basically not going to wave away. Uh, character that it's not necessary because I'm going to be rolling against difficulty 4. Roll it. Yes. Uh, That would be I believe 8 dice plus difficulty 4. Do 10s count double? They do if it's your specialty. I believe... Yes it is. Okay. Uh, Three successes. So he rifts open the portal between the worlds, spending half of his moat pool, and is able to bring the rest of you with him to 
my choice, awesome. but I'm going to choose the right one of the Penumbra Shadowlands or Near Dreaming. I'm assuming Shadowlands. Um, I was actually going to say that it was the uh, the Penumbra because oh, okay. it's uh, it's not ghosts that are haunting it. It's uh, well, hold on, spoilers, uh, technical <laughs> issues. Wait, pause. And all right. So as oh no, I'll just say, and we're live. I was just gonna say start. Okay. Uh, Rowan, as he starts to approach the north face of the Crowley Manor, uh, suddenly becomes a lot more confident in what he is doing. As he starts reaching out his hand, which reaches out and into the folds of reality, as it starts glowing with that silver anima banner that is of the rumors as white streaks go across his arms. Suddenly, he just simply holds both hands to the space and rips open a tear in reality, looking back at you as he starts just emanating an entire bonfire of silver light, his hat disappearing as his antlers show, because that is his tell. And he just looks at you with a sheepish smile, like, hey, guys, it's open. Holy shit. Super impressed and moving on through the quote-unquote opening. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, it, Layla's like exchanging glances with Rigel. Like, have you seen this? What? Are you a fairy? Whoa! Uh, maybe. Probably not. I know we're in Britain, but good God. I don't know. Slaps him upside the back of the head as she walks by and into the giant space rift. Well, I don't know if anything's literal. Everything's a metaphor, and there's no pie at the end. You've got plenty of pie. Shepherd's pie. Never the one they're talking about for some reason. It doesn't, it's not important. As unimportant as the meat pies or shepherd pies that you guys might have seen, uh, this is less unimportant as you all <laughs> step through this rip into the uh, the penumbra. Um, here, the Bolskin Manor is not burned down. Here, in fact, it is at the height of its glory and its fame, uh, almost as if and. Almost as if that it itself is reliving the psychic emanations that have always uh, come across from the occult society towards it. Um, the manor itself is in the penumbra much larger than it should be, but that's just the weird me metaphysics of the spirit world. Not that most of you have probably really dealt with that, but it is larger and there is a human at the door looking oh. at you all. Hi. Hello. Holy uh, shit, this place. Ah! It's a guy. There's usually not people here. Oh my god, you weren't kidding. No. Welcome to the spirit world. 
And here's a person. Hello, person. So, like, is everything a metaphor here? Or is this, like, the end of contact where you're not really my dad? What's happening here? No, I mean, that's a person. He's... He, say hi. Say hi. He's scared. Why does, do the we know that guy? man... Uh, no. Okay. Mm, not yet. The air quotes man... Uh, Seems a little bit taller than the average man. Uh, he has... Uh, do, do, do. He has long, curly, uh, black hair. And he is dressed as if that he's in the wrong decade. Um, he is... Wearing uh, a leather jacket and some uh, tight black pants. Uh, he has a kind of ethereal quality to him. Um, and he looks to you all uh, with a look of confusion. Well, good day there. Uh, what are y'all doing at my house? Hot in the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, you're hunting old Nessie then. Mm, not fancy not in a cruel been... way, in a, like a curious way. Oh. Seekers of the occult just like me then, eh? Oh, uh, that's a way to put tourists, but yeah. yeah. I have a question for Layla. Layla's a good guitarist. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Oh, yeah. How much music history does Layla know? Ah, fair bit. Fair bit? More than I do, yeah. Okay. Um. Do, do, do. Let me just look at a thing on your character sheet. I, w- I would say, considering that you're all that stuff, I I feel like this is probably a gimme here. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Led Zeppelin? Yes. All right. Uh, so Layla sees before her and recognizes a young Jimmy Page, the guitarist from Led Zeppelin. Who's standing right next to her? Because they just get the shit elbowed out of me. I guess I was because you just slapped me for being insensitive. Yeah, you just got elbowed in the ribs pretty hard on top of that. I'll get put my attention to you because you're asking for my attention. That's 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 Jimmy. Page. I'll make like an air guitar motion and mouth his name like that guy. Ah, uh, tugs on the back of Rowan's sleeve. Uh, that, yes, hi. Uh, do you do you normally run into Jimmy Page in the spirit world? I don't know who that is, but no. Uh, I probably should say hi. Yeah, she she just she like steps forward and just kind of points at Jimmy Page and pantomimes and air guitar like. Mouthing, what the fuck? You meet people here. Uh, hello, uh, uh, people. This is uh, uh, this is this is Layla. This is 
uh, sadness. Uh, and these are uh, maybe spirit people. New friends everywhere. Oh, hi. And, and Rigel. And Rigel, yes. Well, it's good to meet y'all. It's uh, It's been a while since we've seen some people on this side, and he kind of strums an ethereal guitar at you all. Uh, what are you doing here at my house? Uh, investigating, honestly. We were just, uh, to be honest, poking around. It's so... There's a lot of... Uh, you know, fonts of power. And so, hey, let's go poke at it. Is that not acceptable? He kind of looks at the other three for backup. Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, why, what are you doing here and why are you Jimmy Page? Well, obviously it's because that I own this house. I mean, I'm not. I'm, they kind of look at themselves and go, oh, I see. Yes, well, we are, <clears throat> excuse me one moment. Got a little bit of water caught in my throat. <laughs> we're... Mm. Yes. Jimmy Page. That is who that we are. Strum some more air guitar. Midly, midly, midly. So, uh, you want to come into my house and investigate. I mean, we're already in here. Then... Uh, you're at the front door of my house. Okay. Yes. Hello. Uh, that would be nice. If, I'm just going to... Uh, NSI is going to put their hand up. If Layla beats you in a guitar duel, do we get a solid gold guitar from you? Hmm. I'm not sure if I can do that, but if I could, I would love to give it to you. Just checking. Shit. Just checking. Shit, that was a good idea. I'm just saying, the next time we run into someone, you could we could try that. Plus, it lets us. No, you know, yeah, no. Not plus, you know, it lets us know who we're dealing with, right? I mean, there's only so many people with gold instruments that you can beat in a contest. I do hate to uh, rain on your parade a little bit, but you can't take things out of here. They they kind of dissolve. I've, mm. I've tried. Good to know. Good to know. That's actually really useful to know. Hmm. Well then, if you all want to investigate my house, you're going to have to get past me. Okay, well, uh, Layla, tune on up and kick the shit out of him in music. We just destroy him. Oh yeah, do we do a rock off? How does does that work? I'm just assuming, Layla, you can play music well enough that it would destroy his soul and condemn it to the ethereal otherworld by your power ballads. You can do that, right? Despair 7 says you could do that. No, not not as such, and I wouldn't do that to Jimmy Page. And wait a minute, Jimmy Page isn't even dead, and he's like, 
way older than this. I assume that was like a government duplicate or something. You know, like they did with the Beatles. That happened to the Beatles? I mean, it happened to one of them. Oof. So, uh, does Layla take her guitar into the spirit realm? No, it's back in the RV. <laughs> Aw. Okay. So, Jimmy Page, air quotes Jimmy Page, manifests a guitar for himself and then saddles on over to you and does some weird stuff and gives you a guitar. There's only one way to get through this, and that's through the power of rock. All right, I guess. All right, we're doing this. Everyone stand back. (laughs) Start clapping and then stop because that interrupts music. You haven't stopped it yet. Well, yeah, that's why I stopped. So, so uh, is Layla using any excellencies or anything to uh, what is what is her power ballad to do, to defeat the penumbra reflection of uh, Jimmy Page? <laughs> Let's see. Well, she does actually have a plastic bottled water in her jacket. We're going to start off by uncapping that, taking a swig, and pouring a little dose out over her hair uh, for capping it and putting it back by way of warming up because I do have um, boiling sea mastery and I get a minus one difficulty if I'm wet. <laughs> I didn't... I, God damn it. I didn't think that would count so I also didn't take that to always be covered in water and slime. Oh, that's that's fantastic. That's amazing. Oh, oh no, that, that, would, that would totally count. Oh yeah, oh, we're, okay. we're having fun. We're here at Loch Ness. I'm going to get some use out of that shit for a oh, while. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, let's see. Uh, and then, yeah, I am absolutely going to jam out a moat for a uh, uh, point of essence for uh, Key to the Kingdom. So what am I rolling with this? Uh, what plus? I feel like that is going to be your dexterity plus performance. Yeah, I would agree. Just to just grind out the sickest riff imaginable. All right. Well, I do get double tens for specialty. I don't want to subtract because that's key ability. And. Five and three uh, doubled, so 16 dice. Uh, what's the difficulty here? S- just six? Yeah, six. And that would be eight successes. Holy shit. Let me uh let me roll for definitely Jimmy Page real quick. Oh Jimothy. How good are you? 
So anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> While under normal circumstances, a rousing five successes would be enough to make most people weep with joy at uh at the rock at the power ballad that is pulled out as classics like uh the immigrant song are then uh put into stairway to heaven and other such great led zeppelin songs i don't think wait is stairway to heaven led zeppelin i don't think it is <laughs> yes it is haha youtube thank you you've helped me As that all these are meshed together, five successes is just not enough to deal with uh, to deal with Layla's guitar skills. The form of Jimmy Page begins to rapidly age to the point that he looks like uh, like current day Jimmy Page, which is very much an old man with very white hair. Uh, but he still has a smile on his face as that he looks to you, Layla, with a, with, uh, with pride in his eyes as he sets his axe down and steps out of the way of the, uh, of the doorway. You may enter my humble abode. Damn, the spirit world rocks. <laughs> so for the record, in case you all did not know this, Jimmy Page actually bought the Bolskin house in like the, <laughs> in like the, uh, in the seventies because, uh. because he's a weirdo and really likes the occult. Uh. And that's why he was there. Occult celebrities. Well, one day we'll have to go to Isaac Newton's place and check on his occult stuff. <laughs> so anyway. Exalted versus Nikola Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> the lightning. Oh answers. my god. I was muted this whole time, lol. The new mode of power. Oh no. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, uh, if we're allowed in, I mean, I'll let, I'll let Leia take the first move here. Layla takes a bow and uh, yeah, sweeps it sweeps the guitar aside. It's like, yeah, we'll we'll jam again sometime. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. It'd be it'd be great to jam with someone of your caliber again. And find the oaf. <laughs> No, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't do that you don't here. Oath bind Jimmy Page. <laughs> you don't oath bind Jimmy Page. That's rude. Absolutely. I will thank him for the uh, the show he put on and tell him I loved his work in twenty one twelve and Wheel in the Sky and Move Through. Uh, that. <clears throat> that. That's Rush and. Kansas. No, Wheel in the Sky is Journey. Jimmy Page. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It is Journey. Shoot. I'm sorry. Wow. 
<laughs> Eat a dick, Kansas. You blew my mind with the first one. You two nerds have in there, though. Jimmy Page, old man Jimmy Page, just understands your references, but just kind of stares like, what, what, what is going on with the youth? Okay, for... As you all pass First by. of all, I am 30... There's the Ember Palpatine. First of all, I am 30 or 45 years old, so don't give me that guff, old man. <laughs> I am 20 or 30 or possibly 50 years old. <laughs> Dude, I do not have time for this today. <laughs> but no, I, none of that. Just uh, I get the song, the album's wrong, thank him for his work, and go through the spooky house. go into the spooky house what which was once owned by jimmy page but was most famously owned by mr alistair crowley inside of the large house that is bolskin manor <clears throat> you can see um row, uh, as you enter there is row upon row upon row of bookshelves uh with uh, a number of tomes that are in a uh, that are in languages that are that essentially are uh, I, I know that Rigel is a, a very learned person. Uh, looking at these, they they don't look like any uh, any language you'd know. They look like just kind of like like bullshit words that don't mean anything. Um. But there's just like this row and row of tomes uh, that looks like the uh, like it's a display of opulence and intelligence to someone. Um, there Ooh. are two pathways, uh, left and right. Uh, Which way do you all? I have a quick about? question about the books. Sure thing. Are they cut? cut like oh okay uh, so back in the day uh when books were being published and shit um they actually like were sealed on the you know when you open a book and like there's fucking pages they used to actually be sealed because of how they were printed so when you got a new book you actually had to cut it open to show that you've used and opened it this is actually a plot point from the great gatsby where jay gatsby's house is full of old fancy books but none of them are cut because he doesn't read them because he's put on the illusion that he's actually cultured so are any of these books cut In this room, no. So they're like never been opened. Yes, in this room, they're very much a never been opened kind of I thing. Point... So which one of these is a monster manual? I'll point these out to you guys. <laughs> oh no! Probably means that. Oh. Oh no! My brain. Jimmy Mage. <laughs> Pure <laughs> brain poison. God damn it! <laughs> oh no! God damn it! Okay, okay, back to oh. the game. Oh. <sighs> Why did I take my whirling brush method yet? Oh well. Well, sadly, if these books have been read in real life, then they're probably blank in the spirit world. It's kind of sad. It's not how that works. Oh, it's wibbly. The rules are wibbly. 
like you could probably open it up and see if I'm right, but I'm not sure. No, All right, I'll grab. Well, you don't just Maybe. cut another man's books. Oh, or, or maybe you do. Shit. Right. I, I like. I took out a switchblade. Are we not doing that? Do we not do that here? <laughs> we were. We are guests. I'm not sure if we really are. We guests, or do we just win this house from Ginny Page in a rock off? Like Layla. Don't Layla rocked him into an old man. I'm pretty sure that means she stole his virility and vitality musically. We were given permission to enter the house, and that's about right. it. Jimmy Page is is actually an old man. Is the thing? Well, he is now. Maybe he wasn't before, but you sucked the youth out of him with your rock off. It was amazing. It was very good. I, I well, was impressed. Okay. Well, first, thank you, but please don't ever talk about like sucking anything out of Jimmy Page ever again. Drained, consumed. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to investigate to the left to escape from this conversation. <laughs> and she so does exit cut... stage left. So you cut the books. Yeah, all right. Do the books have words in them? Uh, so Layla is going to exit stage left. Um, as that that happens, you all go to uh, cut the books. Uh, when you go to even grab a book off the shelf, uh, the whole shelf comes, like, the whole book sh- book menagerie on that shelf comes with it as if they were all stuck together in a single place. Okay. Huh. That's not too unusual, to be honest. Oh, okay. This, this is normal? All right. Well, I'm going to put it back well, because this is not my jam. I'm not really a book person. Hmm. So, so, so I'm going to use my hand as a saw and start sawing those books out one by <laughs> one. Just accidentally picked up 500 liters of book. <laughs> yeah. So, Sounds like uh, it's a wholesome object. Wait, do you really start uh, sawing, sawing the books out? I mean, at least one. See whether there's anything there. Okay. Um, hmm. It was a solid so you, chunk. You saw a solid chunk of book out. <laughs> <laughs> and upon uh, pulling this book out, you can see what looks like a... The cover is blank for a moment. But... I have a question, uh, Rigel. Uh, what was your? What was? It, it, it's it's okay if you don't have an answer for this, but uh, what do you think that Rigel's uh, favorite book story, book series as a kid was? Hmm. Not really sure, because you know, because of his weird upbringing under the mages, so he'd be probably reading some, you know mage literature just uh, say harry potter we are we're all thinking it i was actually going to say Ursula that, Gwyn. Uh, given that rigel has a uh that rigel has a order of hermes uh background i would actually say that uh and and the current environment he might actually uh like project one of the books that uh 
Aleister Crowley wrote onto it in that case. Sure thing. Yeah. So you project one of his weird things of poetry. Crowley wasn't a very good poet, by the way. You know that. (laughs) If you didn't have anything, I was going to give you a red wall as a generic thing. (laughs) So I guess um, the thing doesn't really match what was on the spine of the book. I guess it changed, I suppose. Yes, the spine of the book changed as you uh, looked at it. And it kind of like took what was in your mind and projected it onto like what that you would have kind of subconsciously expected to find in this house. So like if I go to a book on the shelf, it'll be the Golden Book of Chemistry Experiments. It's a children's book. If that's what you ex, if that's what you expect to find on a uh, on a shelf, then uh, in in this specific house, then yeah, actually, huh. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Huh. Interesting. So uh, while that you guys are messing around with the books. Layla has moved over from the hallway into one of the other rooms. Uh, as it, Layla enters into one of the other rooms, um, <clears throat> she sees what is another grand display of opulence with knowledge, but floating around the middle of it is a large tome that appears to be Flapping its wings, for a lack of a better term. (sighs) (sighs) Gotta get more. Gotta get more knowledge. Where are they at? Where are more books at? Okay, that's beyond disturbing. Uh, hello? Ah, hi. Are you here to bring more knowledge to the house of learning? Not really, no. No, just having a poke around. Well, that's fine. In the rule of Thalema... We really like poking around. The book sensually flutters over to Layla. Okay, that's a recipe for a broken spine, mate. That's... I'm not just saying that because you're a book. I'm talking to a fucking book. I'm talking to a fucking book in here. What? Oh, are you? That's is great. It a, How's it going? Is it a nice book or is it kind of pervy? It's a bit cheeky. Okay. I guess we'd follow on over. 
Oh my god, it's an actual book that's talking to you. I thought that was like a metaphor of some sort that I just don't know. Uh, only metaphors are contained within my pages. I'm a normal book seeking knowledge. Which of you has knowledge? Wow, you're seeking knowledge? That I can take. Do you really like knowledge a lot? I love knowledge. Like, if you wanted knowledge a lot, how much would you want it? Would you say you wanted knowledge more than anything in the world? Yeah, I would definitely say that I want knowledge more than anything cool. in the world. Cool, uh, get back to me in five turns. I start casting. Like, I'm not casting, but I'm spending modes. <laughs> <laughs> Your wish. No, I don't is say slowly shit. <laughs> I don't say shit. I just, I just, I stop contributing to the conversation. Get back to me in five rounds. <laughs> All right. In that case, would anyone like to do anything to this weirdly pervy book? character that I have made up off the top of my head before <laughs> Devin grants its deepest desire. Rowan is a sort of pervy books normally part of this uh, hallucinogenic hell trip place or is this new? I think you're, the answer is going to be always it depends I'm afraid. Uh, they're usually not this pervy, though. This is weird. I mean, it could be some reflection of Crowley's desire for knowledge and maybe his repressed sexual urges <laughs> in that same regard. Out of character? I, repressed I've read a couple of Crowley's books and they weren't very repressed. Yeah. I can promise you, <laughs> he wasn't repressed. Oh, man, I really... Oh, dear. Oh, this God. Is, oh, Jesus. Oh. This is not the best part of the spirit realm. This is, I was hoping to like show you around and be like, hey, here are some cool things. Now we've just got a pervy book. Hey, so, wait, you know all kinds of shit, right? Sometimes. No, I, no the book, the oh. book, the book. I know so many things. Have you ever seen a big fucking dinosaur in the lake outside what no wait you know everything you know everything you don't know your, your fucking Loch Ness mate the book flips over from its flapping position and kind of places itself like halfway onto a nearby table and you kind of hear it like 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 hop itself over so then it like it almost like it can read itself and you see the pages start flipping and it takes a moment to think about it and it like a big elephant? I mean, not no. Yeah, except like not at all like an elephant, except for being big. But well, yeah, no, the trunk would look like that coming out of the water. Hmm. 
Yes. I think that we want we want heard tell of something in there. When our second master came to the house. Well, you mean like Jimmy Page? No, before the musician. She turns back to Rowan. Are they usually cryptic and shit? Absolutely, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not even questioning it. Uh, So, maybe... Theories off the top of my head, Crowley, the second owner, or maybe he gave it the ownership to the demons that he summoned, question mark? What? Yes, demons. We know of them. And at this point, I feel like Five Essence has probably been channeled. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, uh, hang on. on. On the note of demons, um, she points to Sadness, who's at this point, I, I assume lit up like a big green fucking Christmas well, tree. Well, you're partially right. I don't mean to in I don't mean to contradict people, but uh, my radiation I give off is like bright silver, like uh, mercury, argent colored. Some would say that's horrifying. And like you know, I'm t posing. My pants are fluttering in the energy wind and stuff. The whole thing. And done. Deal sealed. The book uh, was about to start fluttering upwards towards you all. When all of a sudden, a massive amount of pages just begin to exist within it. And it is now too heavy to move itself. (laughs) Okay, what in God's name did you just do? Oh, well, he wished for something, so I granted it. Oh, I know what he just did. Jesus. That's so good. Little moves to put, like, Rowan and Rigel between herself and the fucking book. Mm -hmm. I'm very sorry that this is the second spirit you've had to meet. I I gotta say, you were really leading high with that musician guy. It was, uh... Like, you brought Zeppelin in? Yeah, this is a... I struck high first, and oh, this is very mm. okay. Book Jimmy Page is just out on the outside behind a window, just like strumming a good guitar tune. No, for the, for the no. background music. I this. imagine him looking in like Javier from Les Mis, like with a sad look on his face. Like, no, don't go into that room. <laughs> you were having such a good vacation. <laughs> This thing's having a fucking bookgasm as, like, Freebird plays outside. Oh, I really don't want... Alright, well, the contract is sealed, <laughs> book. just like, no, I don't want to play Freebird. Yes, I understand. You may pass. Huh, I wasn't even trying for that. Awesome. I'll come back to recollect my favor one day, so, you know, don't leave town. I wouldn't 
dream. Okay, I command you to stop behaving. I command you to stop behaving this way on pain of hell. (laughs) (laughs) The book, suddenly aware that the hell of burn of of burning of uh, the hell of the of the the hell of the library of alexandria or giving a weirdo paper cuts for all eternity now exists just stops and goes yes okay i apologize yeah all right respect femadonna and don't be like that anymore jesus christ <laughs> <clears throat> Understood. I had too many teachings of Thalema in my brain. Alright, well, it's good that I don't know what that means. Because oh. <laughs> I don't read books all that often anymore. What does that mean? Uh, what does that mean? Uh, Thalema is the weird-ass religion that Crowley made up. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, uh... You all proceed uh, through the next door, I take it? Normally I'd like to interview the book about what it knows, but I want to get as far away from that thing as possible. Well, I think that there isn't much to be gleaned from its pages, I guess. It's more of a concept of a book, right? Do you guys want to look at its pages? I'll look at its pages. I'm, I'm too afraid they'd be stuck together. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this was Crowley, so you might be on to something. However, um, at a cursory glance through its pages, um, there is... Now, this is in most of the the, the newer pages. uh, A pretty good idea about how that um the the mystical like things like it, it kind of gives like baby's guide like not, i don't want to say baby's guide to but like kind of like a very basic primer of how that like the metaphysics or the, the cosmology that's the word i'm looking for the cosmology of like the world of darkness kind of works like with the, the the material plane and the the, the shadow the shoot the shroud umbra um, penumbra yeah shroud. the umbra penumbra the shroud all that kind of stuff the gauntlet how that all that kind of works it gives you it in a very like layman's term that I feel like Rigel probably knows given his parents but yeah. anyone else who uh who were who would look at it would kind of have a a little bit of a better idea about how that things work metaphysically hmm. okay so an occult book by someone that's clearly not the mage i guess well good for you know crowley or whoever wrote this a what now? Well, you know, the book has just some basic cosmology stuff that's like the basic stuff you'd learn being a mage and what have you. Nothing new. As I close it. 
about like uh what are we saying like Dungeons and Dragons is real now too, like with the vampires and the spirit worlds and the Nessies and shit. Yes. I mean, I don't know a lot about spirit worlds and Nessies, but I know werewolves are real. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to roll with it for now. That's pretty bit much my attitude, too. And we move on. <laughs> Moving on from uh, the pervy book room. Uh, I don't know why you even have that you room. You all find yourself. <laughs> well, wouldn't you have a room? It's Alistair Crowley. Moving out from there, uh, you all enter into the main uh, the, the main area that in the real world would have had the large tree growing out of it. But in here, um, the actual room is large and uh, almost cathedral-like. The acoustics in here, the moment that you're, uh, the first person's foot steps in uh reverberate uh almost like a like, like they would in a, in a massive place of worship uh you can see in the middle there is a tree that looks like uh the tree looks almost like two trees have intertwined with each other uh almost like that they're for lack of a better term hugging uh but they are dead and wilted as if that their roots have uh sapped uh sapped the life from the ground around here and you can see that there are two um cloven hoofed beings uh sitting around the tree just kind of meditating uh they have red skin they look very i don't want to say renaissance demon but like 1900s like the painting that someone would do of a demon Hmm. like it's that shade of red well this uh, I need to AFK for two seconds. My cat has just been screaming nonstop at the door for the last four minutes. You kidding? So I need to put her up. You know, sorry. Uh, back in two seconds. No problem. Oh, this feels like a Rigel thing. Hmm. Well, these look kind of demonic. There's only two of them. We're missing about ten. Yeah, but like these look like these look like nerd demons, though. Like, look at them; they look like a demon you'd see in a nerd book, not like on a van mural. They're clearly your type of guy. I suppose you're right. So I guess we can approach. It's not like the cool wizard that you see on the on the side of a yeah, van. like you know that would probably be a mere <laughs> Layla thing, but like this is like a book demon that looks like it's all about knowledge and symbolism and trees and Alistair. That, that's going to be a Rigel thing. Come on, guys. We all know it. Okay. 
Let's approach. Yeah, I, I approach with. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was about to say, if nobody stops him, uh, Rowan was just going to go friendly say hi to everybody. So you all uh, go up uh, quite friendly to these people who look like classic demons and say hello. Uh, the one who is facing you, uh, a single eye pops open from their meditation. Um, and they look to you with a grin and begin to stand. Uh, when they stand on the tips of their cloven hooves, they tower over you all. They are about nine feet tall. Figures. Hmm. Hello. What brings you to the master's abode? Again, I feel like I was really clear about this. Tourism. Oh, yes. So you're here for the tour. Shadow. Yes. I'll look to Rowan. Is that a, is that a thing? He, he just kind of gives you a shrug. Fair enough. Well, I assume that you have seen the rest of the house and have dealt with the guardian spirit and the knowledge spirit to make it this far. So let me tell you about the... Wow, I'm just like struggling for the word. <laughs> I like to imagine that the demon is just slowing down like this too. Being like, I said history. Yes. Let me give you the history of this place. You see, Bolskin House sits on the congruent place where a bunch of magical energies have coalesced. And here, our, ma our former master, Crowley, long may he reign in darkness, performed the Avramelum ritual. And we, his creatures of darkness, have sucked away the negative aspects of his life. The lust, the pain, the drinking, the, the thoughts, the, the guilt. That one time he got into a wizard battle in London that just involved him and another man calling a locksmith on each other. All of that taken away in an effort to find his. And he and the demon points towards the trees. Guardian angel to commune with the angelic. And did he succeed? Seems a bit cheating, doesn't it? 
None can say if he if he succeeded. He was called away to Paris while that he summoned the twelve dukes of hell to take away his carnal desires. And so we remain to take away said desires. Well, there's a book in the other room that might could do with your help, you know? Well, yeah, it's probably one of those things that delved Oh, and we really fucked around with it, too. Huh. I wonder if that's going to have consequences. Well, just a little. Is Crowley still alive? The master has long since left this mortal coil, but his teachings live on in the occult, in the words of those who followed, in the Order of the Golden Dawn, in the Arcanum that that follows the supernatural. Oh. So what can you tell us about Nessie? Uh, Canum, that sounds like a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that sounds like a bag, but... Uh, yeah, what about, the, what about the dinosaur and the lock? Clearly they're connected. <laughs> the dinosaur in the lock. Yes. Hmm. How is it that all of you live like right on the shores of Loch Ness and you've never heard of the friggin' Nessie? Well, they're obviously from hell, so you know, they're just. And, they're not from around here. And she can only be seen by those who are pure of heart in some legends, so, you know, demons. Oh, so, like, if they're taking away all of the negative aspects of Crawley, maybe Nessie's a good thing. So maybe. they don't know about it because they only know so, negative things. So you're saying that Nessie is Crowley's guardian angel that has sequestered him to heaven? Like King Arthur on Avalon. So we're saying that Nessie is the lady of the... And Alistair Crowley's King Arthur. I think we got away from ourselves. No, this sounds right. In End of Sadness Field of View, he has a vague Terminator vision from how his exaltation worked, and the Despair 7 icon is just going like negative, negative, negative. Factually incorrect. <laughs> Logic error. Logic error. <laughs> uh, uh, now, in case you lot weren't wonder, were wondering why, I'm not, why we're not too scared of you, it's because we have to put up with him all the time. Aww. There's no way you have anything worse to offer. The... The second demon opens up its eyes and uh, stands. It is basically a uh, a carbon copy of the uh, the other one that you've been talking to, and it looks to you all. I need to get think up a voice to to distinguish them. Don't don't worry. You're not totally on the spot. The Wisconsin voice. Don't you know? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey there. How you doing? Oh, okay. We're doing this. We're committing. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're doing fine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm just fantastic over here. I was just doing a little bit of the meditation. 
Uh, it's going well, I assume. I, you, you might have been here for like a hundred years. Oh yeah, about close to that. Uh, we're we're almost out of our contract, and then we'll go back to uh, where we came from. Is that hell? <laughs> or no, 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 not a hell. Just a kind of hell adjacent. Oh, some sort of okay. astral psychoscape of the knowledge in the human mind, or something. Yeah, like a thought projection from from that there uh, su- uh, collective subconscious of them. Oh shit, junkie and stuff is real. Uh, kind of. It's more like a. It's more like a tulpa. Oh shit, supernatural is real. Oh yeah, it ran for like eight. It ran for like. 15 seasons. Yeah, but Tulpas are from Supernatural and they use that to... Uh, oh shit, there's 15 seasons of that? They use it to justify the Slender Man being years. real. How have you not watched all series? Well, if you've been here for, for 100 years, it's plenty of time to binge through all of Supernatural, you know? I had a pretty good approximation of Hell, come to think of it. Oh yeah, right how's home. that going? Yes. How is hell going? (laughs) Emptier than usual. This is unfortunate. Hell should be full of pain and suffering. Uh, Which one? Well, I assume that you mean the, uh, the Christian hell, where that we torment all the people who believe in Christianity. What about the Christian hell, where people are just treated really nicely until they learn their lesson and then move on to heaven? Because that's also a hell Christians have, and the one I'd like to believe is real. Fingers crossed. Oh, well, that's not the one that we come from. Oh, okay, well, that's... Ah, yeah, suck it. <laughs> we don't come from that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, so uh, you had some questions about uh, that there uh, plesiosaur out in the out in the lake. Yes. See, somebody here knows. Somebody here has heard of it. Yeah, we're basically looking around for Nessie, see if she real. But oh goodness, you're that's it's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. So uh, the, the 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 Nessie out there, uh, she don't show herself too often. But uh, yeah, I think she's real. I mean, we're real. She's got to be real too. That's ironclad. That's ironclad logic, I'm afraid. (laughs) All right, but like, aren't you supposed to be knowledge demons? So aren't you supposed to be able to give us something a little bit better than I guess? Like, Christ, Alistair Crowley summoned you. Can you be better at this? Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, Alistair Crowley did summon us. Yeah, but even if you think... Yeah, yeah, it's not... He was still really knowledgeable about this shit. Go ahead. I think they're implying he was a bit rubbish at Yeah, sure, but like... He was like really famously rubbish at it, so that should count for something. He summoned demons. These are demons. He summoned them. He did the thing. Sort of rubbish demons, though. Tell us if Nessie is real or not, goddammit. Don't just jerk us around. 
the monster that you seek in Loch Ness can only be seen upon the night of a full moon. <sighs> Werewolf times. They're definitely jerking you around. Plus, I really don't want to deal with a full moon. Because, like, guys, werewolves are real, and I don't know if you've heard this, but they're assholes. Mm. Like, I... I can only simulate a gnome. Like, I know vampires are bad. We all know vampires are bad, but werewolves also are jerks. Yeah, the humor just went right the fuck out of the room as soon as you said that. We all know it. Fuck. So... Listen. You... You know our... And these two demons are specifically looking at uh, Layla and End of Sadness. You all know our deal. There has to be a deal to have knowledge exchanged. What is your deal? I don't know. What would you want more than anything else in the world? And then scale that back based on how much you actually know about Nessie and consider the fact that we could, you know, come back if you don't know that much about her. <laughs> I don't actually give a shit about the dinosaur, so I'm going to sit this one out. Oh, no, sure. Like, I'm not really that big on it. Like, I'd like the mystery to be a mystery that we solve, but we have two demons here. Like, this house thing worked out. So let's just push it and see how far we can go with the demons. I have no idea what we're supposed to do here. We're just kind of... You know, it's off script. The demons look between Layla and End of Sadness. And then they look to the other two. They look to Rigel and Rowan. Uh, as if that they're trying to pick you guys out as the ones who are... Uh, who don't know, like, who who might be a little bit more fun to toy with, essentially. That's, I can tell you this. Uh, you know, spirit, uh, this, this whole spirit malarkey may be fun and all, but hell and demons are absolutely a thing, and you don't want to go fucking about with them. Oh, no, yeah, if they try any something, I'm going to gore them and the gut. Yeah, I, I have a pretty serious uh, no tolerance policy on this bullshit. I do have a cult I have to keep up. Uh, not, not for the sake of a supermarket tabloid, anyway. I don't know, demons. It sounds like you have to convince us what it's worth. This sounds they, like a you problem. They look to each other they look to each other as if that they've never had someone come up to them and be like, well, no, you tell me what that I like. They've never had someone who I don't want to say didn't give a shit about the information <laughs> that they were willing to give. But like, Sweeten the deal. Wanted to know it. Yeah. Yeah, they wanted to know it, but not enough that the demons couldn't just immediately be like, ooh, play me in a game of Twister to, to get this knowledge or whatever. How about you make this fun and interesting for us, or some of us here do aggravated damage? 
I'm not going to say <laughs> That's the surprise. That's the twister spin. <laughs> they they look concerned for a moment at each other and then kind of go into a group huddle and you can hear the mix of the growly demon accent and the oh hey there let's not uh let's not fuck about with this there you know i still got another ep- i still got another season of supernatural to watch all right we should probably do a count fuck. we gotta do a counter huddle let's counter huddle all right guys i'm we, uh well they want I, i'm not gonna lie here a mint condition <laughs> Look, I, this- i'm not gonna lie here uh I really don't have any stake in this. Like, again, I'm not really here for the Nessie or the demons. I'm kind of just here to have a road trip with you guys. So if you guys want to pull out at any moment and, like, cut the cord on this, I- I'm good for it, you know? I-, I feel like we've had a really fun adventure in the Crowley yeah. house. Like, I'm enjoying it. So we don't have to, like, go all the way. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I-, I was pretty upfront with this, that this was mostly an excuse to go on holiday. No, yeah, this is turning out. Well. Yeah. What if we offer them a mint condition, laser disc condition of the Fast and the Furious franchise to watch? They'd have to be real dumb to take that deal, but who knows? <laughs> Did you bring it with you? No, God, why? <laughs> I'm even fetch it. Shouldn't be that. Where nice. would I have it on me? In my pants? It it does have pockets. Yeah, so that's the problem. Is that <laughs> we leave it at the estate for them to fetch or whatever? Oh, that, that Sacrifice it, burn offering. It really, them collecting the laser disc is their problem if they accept it. <laughs> yes, that's just what we need: is two is two demons uh, from hell uh, dogging our every footsteps and vengeful search of a fucking set of Fast and Furious Japanese laser discs. Well, I, I, in, I mean, I think we could just put it in the building. They said they live in a collective unconsciousness. Maybe they're not actually from hell. Hell. So you're saying that they're just the idea. Yeah, which means they're probably going to be pushovers. I mean, most people don't think demons are that rough. Uh, Doom exists. The idea of demons being scary has long since passed. Yeah, if you haven't actually met one. Yeah, if you haven't actually met one, but no one has. And they said that they're Carl Jung demons, which means most people are just going to act silly around them because they're tall. They have no real power. Persona boss music begins playing in the background. But, like, we're not really all here for the demons. We could walk away from this. We're good on that. No one's really... I've already got, like, the... I've already got the finest guitar skills in the land. There's nothing to really trade them for. Yeah, the, the devil is we in the... try. The devil is in the house of the rising sun, of course. We all know it. That was a compliment! You're the person in the song who kicked the shit out of the devil. Musically. Yeah, but where is the House of the Rising Sun? Is it in Georgia or is it in it's New Orleans? It's in the song. That's where it is. Oh, so like in our hearts? Yes, I don't know. We'll turn we'll break the huddle. Okay, we've agreed not to murder you for no reason. Oh, that's fantastic <clears throat> there, don't you know? Okay. 
I think we've come to that conclusion. What do you got from us from your huddle? All right, then. Well, we are we're prepared to offer you a one-time... The GM here is like actually trying to think of think of things. I mean, maybe they just don't have anything. Maybe they're like, uh, okay, we don't usually deal with people like you. Well, honestly, normally, nor I'll be honest. Normally, we uh, we deal with uh, people who like are coming seeking knowledge and not just being tourists. Uh, tell you what, um. We'll offer you a. Hmm. There's a good one. Myself and my partner. Hi, how you doing? We'll uh, offer you there a uh, one time. Hmm. We'll manifest and scare the scare the pants off of someone, or we can maybe like. Do a little bit of cleanup or something for you. Uh, but we want to know about Nessie. Also, we have this new thing called money, and that can get us that. Both of those things. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah, well, we know that money is... Mm. We you know the concept of money. We've invented it. I'm just saying, if I want to scare a bunch of people, I pay a bunch of tall men and women to dress up in, like, costumes and, like, scare the shit out of them. It's not hard. It cost me like 300 Ooh, bucks. That, that's a good one. We actually, do that. actually, actually, I may have thought of something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take those constant <laughs> even by the shoulder and uh, lead him aside a couple of steps. I'm assuming I can do that. Like, how tall is this motherfucker? Like, would I have to go uh, up on tip? Nine feet tall. Okay, so I would. All right, uh, maybe by the elbow then. Oh, hey there. Uh, hey, uh, bend over here uh, for a moment, would you? Yeah, sure. What's up? Look me in the eye. They look you in the eye. A few months ago, something with a beak and feathers and burning from the inside out dropped down out of the sky and it dragged me into the Thames. And I saw things. Now you tell me. And the and the and the exchange we'll make is that if you're honest, I don't let out any of what it left in me in this room. You look me in the, you look at me and you tell me if you know anything about that about what happened that night. Mm. Um, Roll intimidate. Yeah, I was gonna say that is that definitely sounds like a an intimidation role. Uh, sure, we can do that. I feel like charisma oh, and intimidation. I feel like you're being forceful. Yeah, that works. Yeah, just a little bit. All right. Yeah, I don't. I I think I'm not going to bother with uh, an excellency here either. It's just. We'll just uh, kind of let it go. Uh, difficulty? 
Uh, I'm going to say, since this is a demon, air quotes, that has seen hell, I'm going to say this is going to be a difficulty seven. Fair. And it's a key ability, so no, no one subtracting. And that would be four successes. The demon stares at you, um, thinking for the briefest of moments. Um, it's it's body language shows you that it uh it tries its best to retain its stature and power before you but it's not doing that you have uh essentially taken the spine out of this thing as that you make your demands it you can see it scrambling like a look on its face as it scrambles and thinks about what that you've just told it and then a second uh not a second but a maybe 10 seconds later enough that you're starting to think about maybe unleashing that power. It looks to you and it raises up its hands almost in surrender and goes, now listen here. I don't know. I don't know anything about the hell that you came from. I just, we came from. And it, it thinks about being, honest with you for a moment and you can kind of see that stumbling moment where that it's like almost like it's it's um dealing with its own internal like morals about talking about itself and it kind of goes listen we're we don't know anything about that but Maybe we can help with that. Maybe we can help learn. We are uh, creatures that absorb knowledge. Just please don't go unleashing whatever you got pent up inside you on us. Well, the good news is you haven't done any of us any, a wrong uh, today. I just pat him on the arm and return to the group. Damn. So, you're talking about Nessie then. So, I believe that one of you might have hit the nail directly on the head there. You see, Mr. Crowley conducted his Abramalum ritual to talk with his guardian angel so many near past a century ago. 
back in 1913 is about the last time that Mr. Crowley was here in Bolskin House. And after that, his guardian angel did show up, but it was years later. 20 years later, to be precise. And now it wanders the lock looking for him. Hmm. What the hell does that mean? Like, I, I understand, but... I think it means I was right. I know, it's just so weird, right? So Nessie is like an Aleister Crowley thing? That's so weird. It's Guardian Angel. What a weird direction. If you wish, huh. uh, we can... We can show you her tonight. You'll just have uh, on the on the material plane. We can use the we can use the that that they're uh, those powers that we've been granted to uh, to 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 show you to show you Nessie. I said I'm not going to say no to. A field trip to see Nessie, where you actually get to see Nessie. You know. I mean, I was kind of hoping it was an animal, but What's seeing as it's like a ghost soul angel, I'm pretty into that too. That does seem pretty cool. All right, then. Uh, if you all don't mind, the best way to do this is actually on the uh, the, the, the plane that you all come so from. Skinlands? That's what you call them, right? So, yes. Uh, we'll coax, uh, we'll coax the old girl into showing herself to you. Okay. Not sweet. Not in a conflicty way, right? The Wisconsin one looks to Lewa and then looks back to you all. Oh no, there, it definitely won't be in a conflicty way. There we go. What do you mean? I thought we were going to sick Nessie on. We, and then, like, as soon as the, the gravelly voice one like starts talking, Wisconsin smacks their hand onto the mouth and goes, Oh, no, 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 there. Not in a conflicty way. Nessie's going to be a nice, gentle girl there. That's great. Because if I swear nice to God. And if, gentler as a, as a hodag. If you make me end this vacation by gunning down Nessie, I will just. I will lose my mind on both of you. <laughs> just lose it all right then uh i guess off you go then uh we'll uh put her on uh, near near the lock where that you are and they kind of start shuffling you all out <laughs> with a bit of fear what the hell did you say to them I will let you all know that <laughs> I will let you all know that uh, I, I gave them like five willpower because that's base, yeah. and I rolled a fucking box. Fantastic! <laughs> Such a gentle soul. I mean, this sounds great. Yeah, this honestly. worked out. What a great field Could trip! This was an excellent idea, Rowan. I know. Oh, thank you. What the hell? He looks over at uh, Layla with terror in yeah, his well, eyes. What did you do? You, you went off and talked to the 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 one that's that sounds like they like cheese. What did what was that conversation about? 
I made a bargain. Nice. All right. Cool. Wow. <laughs> this is a this turned out. We're gonna get to see an Essie. I didn't even think that was a real thing. Hmm. Well, I think they are cerulean cameras and. Oh, damn! Right, cameras. I'm gonna start taking pictures of these guys. We have cell phones. Yeah, I'm taking my phone and start taking pictures of them. We have cell phones, but they're not cerulean. Yeah, do, do the phone? Do these guys show up on cell phone cameras? When you take the picture, yes. Oh, thank God. But if you look at it, probably a couple days later, they've kind of faded. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to tell my smartphone, which is alive, to take the pictures I take and trace over them in the touchscreen paint program and make an artistic copy of them so they don't fade. Like, it won't be as good because it's paint. Like, you know, come on. I'm not trying to cheat the system here, but it'll be close enough. Arcane, arcane. It has paint demons. Yeah. <laughs> like making a portrait of a Lasombra. Yeah, okay. that's exactly what the phone yeah. will do. You got these printed off into, like, T-shirts or, like, playing cards, souvenirs for the trip. So how, how exactly do we get back out of uh, this Tim Burton hellscape? Oh, the same way we came back in. Oh, wow. I thought we'd have to, like, ritualistically, like, hang ourselves from a tree or something. Like... What? No. That would kill you. Would it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still game to alive. let try it. Oh, my God. Yeah. No? Okay. okay. Matrix rules, though. So real. Yeah, you still have to eat here. Huh. Like, I learned that the hard way. Okay. And I really hope that I do not mess this roll up, because I will use up all my essence. I mean, we'll just have to send us. And then we're well, fucking stuck you here any, till, sun, till sunrise. Did you want to spend any willpower for auto successes? Oh, I can do that? Yeah. Uh, okay. It just won, but yeah. Yeah. One willpower is one automatic success. I will do that. Look, I just don't know the rules here, okay? Like, I, sometimes you have to go into, like, a shadow world and hang yourself, and you flip back over to the real world. There's been several books and movies that have that as the premise, okay? It wasn't a wild guess. No, it's not, but please don't try that. I wasn't going to try it first. That's why I asked. Uh, everyone reaches the spot where they originally were, and... Hoping for the roll is oh good six, so we are definitely going to hooray! Oh, we get fantastic. to go home. You pull open that door between the penumbra and the prime material plane with relative ease compared to the first time that you do it. You all come out. Uh, a, a decent amount of time has passed. The moon is rising. Uh, the Fomori or Fomori are having a little barbecue get together uh passing some beers around uh while they wait for y'all's oh, return yes uh a couple questions couple answers uh sunset came and went while we were in there uh yes i believe that means uh that our lunar at least gets uh some essence back oh you are correct that's true nice uh, was it two? Like two plus essence rating at present, I think. Let me look. Yeah, you know, the guy who wrote the fucking thing is looking. <laughs> I mean, we did technically learn a secret of the supernatural world, maybe. Uh, 
Oh, you know what? I would totally give you that. You guys did learn some secrets tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we did. Uh, definitely we did. Okay, so that probably put me back up to five, thankfully. Oh, goodness, I can do things. Uh, would actually, shit, well, never mind. Actually, no, yes. Uh, would you describe the, uh, uh, those demons as powerful figures? Hmm. Um, combined, yeah, I would describe them as, uh, together as a singular powerful figure. Okay, uh, my urge here is, uh, replenish essence whenever I force an enemy or other powerful figures submit to my will. And you... Wasn't even thinking about it. And you did force one to crumple like a cheap suit. Oh, I would totally give that to you. Oh, okay. That's topped off for me. Shit. <laughs> that was easy. And yeah, okay, essence. Um regaining essence, yeah. Uh yep, lunars at sunset. Three plus essence rating. So four essence ah, damn. sunset. Nice. Alright, that with the renewal for luring the secret means I'm back up to six out of my total of Nice. Eight. Oh yeah. So you all come out of the portal, uh uh go through the uh the hole in the fence that Rigel cut for you earlier, and go back to the campsite. Oh absolutely. The Fomori are having a small barbecue waiting for you all to get back. Yeah, I'll join in. We might want to wait a minute before oh. we like head out from the cover of the walls and the trees, since I assume we're going to come through with uh, Rowan blazing Rowan like a torch again. Yeah, I am blazing like a torch with antlers. All right, well, once we're on... The Mark Luna doesn't uh, can't be hidden when you're in full anima mode, right? don't believe so uh, i mean they manifest but yeah they they manifest so like if you have the the hat you can hide them like physically hide them but like you can't like you can't use uh, that one charm to make them like vanish you know oh okay okay yeah so he has a glowing hat apparently <laughs> give me just uh one second my dog is being a little weird sure but yeah, like, uh, pets. I feel like that that little encounter went pretty good, right, guys? We uh, oh, we got the Nessie thing going. Oh yeah, that was that went a lot less. Uh, that was a lot more straightforward than it usually is in the spirit world. That was straightforward. Wow. Okay, I got to adjust mm-hmm. my expectations for the spirit world. Also, holy shit, the spirit world is real. That too. Uh, that's a big one. What does that mean? Do ghosts live there? There's a ghost of a not-dead rocker in there. Uh, it's complicated. Well, there's a Basically, ghost world and there's a spirit world. And they're just not the same thing? Like echoes? No. Huh. Okay, that's fucked up. And hell's real, like... Layla and I, I think we know hell's real. Hell, in air quotes, and the S is very much emphasized. Plurality. So, what else is real? 
apparently Nessie. You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. I mean, that's the entire point. It seems to it seems to me like everything is real. Oh, I don't know if, it... and it's weird. Are we going to run into some witches? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm almost certain witches doing? and wizards are real, but I've never met one. Okay, sorry about that. I'm back. He was pawing at the couch, which is he's like a almost hundred pound lab, so that meant that the couch was moving, so <laughs> <laughs> he 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 had trapped his bone under no. the couch. Poor guy. Just trying to figure it out, but he can't. <laughs> I mean the more he paw, the eventually it'll stop becoming a problem. Something will happen eventually. Oh anyway, uh, so I think I think we I think we sat back. down and let the anima bonfire peter off as we were just like chatting about things that are apparently real. No. Oh, excellent. So, did the, the refresh my memory? Did the demon say we're going to meet Nessie tonight or tomorrow? Uh, the night of the full moon. Which should be tonight, they said. So, like, in a couple hours or, like, 18 hours from now? I'm just... Because the sun's already set. I'm not... I'm not clear where we're landing on this Nessie meetup. I'm pretty you sure we can, can to go to the If lock. you look up at the sky, see the full moon rising, it has not reached its apex yet. Oh. I'm going to go down to the lock and wait for her, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to join me. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. absolutely. Let's all go. Yes. Should I bring any of the guys to meet Nessie? If they want to see Nessie, I'm just I asking guess. you guys. Sometimes I know it's not. Sometimes I know, you know, it's okay to, for it to just be us and not to have, you know, my cult with me for like privacy reasons. I'm just, just, just doing a check. I mean, I wouldn't deprive anyone of the the chance to get eaten by the Loch Ness monster, but um, uh, I can't actually bring them out with me, so because I don't know them, but uh, they can stand on shore and watch. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, I'll, I'll let them know. They'll, they'll, they'll come on down from the shore. If anyone's curious what the fuck she meant by that, when you get down to the shore of the lock, she just walks right out onto the water. Oh, that's such a good, that's such a good oh. thing. That's really good. <sighs> Damn, that's cool. Oh, right. Does anyone, anyone want to uh, come swim with the Loch Ness Monster? Yes. I mean, yes. Immediately, in End of Sadness' minds, images from Free Willy start playing (laughs) in their head. Yes. (laughs) Uh, She puts a hand on Rowan's shoulder, and let me see here. Fathomless Poison Haven, here we go. Uh Uh, That would be Charisma plus Survival, difficulty 6. Those voice sounds mean I'm in danger. Do I have... Uh-oh. Other success. Other success. I have no fucking survival. Okay, so that's just five dice. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and plonk. Oh, one success. For, for the next 24 hours, Rowan is pretty much immune to having anything bad happen to him as a result of interacting with any sort of liquid, basically. Oh. Yeah, you can drink some hot tea. 
Yeah, he can't drown. He can't acid uh, be crushed by the bottom of the mirror. Yeah, tra- yeah, he can. He can do shots of liquid plumber, just no problem. <laughs> what, a, what a weird power! Uh, it's so specific. Huh, fancy. <laughs> Looks like you. It looks like you're the one winner of the Tide Pod Challenge. <laughs> Just constant videos of me sh- of you guys shotgunning Tide Pods in your mouth on YouTube. And sadness get... gets three to end. Sadness gets three days of that. Three successes. Oh wow! Do we know how long it's going to be from the get go? Yeah, this doesn't cost me any essence. I can just I can just refresh it whenever I fucking feel like. Oh it. my god. Yeah, this is going to become important later when I start stocking up on combat charms and that shit. Right? Turning the fames to acid? Uh, and she glances over to Rigel and raises an eyebrow. Oh, as well. Alright, claps him on the shoulder too, and two days for him. This this is, a... uh, this is really fantastic, Layla, and it's going to score me some major brownie points with the guys on the shore. Uh... Can't actually give you the water walking, but um, feel free to splash about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you can water walk though, right? Oh, she just walks right out and sits down on the surface of. The yeah, lake. I gotta say that's gonna impress a lot of people from my parts. You know, I don't know if you know, but watch some folk are really impressed by walking on water. <laughs> the. As soon as you head out onto the onto the water of the lock, the Fomori are very impressed. Uh, a lot of them are uh, look over to sadness with awe in their eyes and just go, "Boss, did you give her that?" No, absolutely not. <laughs> As I've said to you all, my compatriots are gods in their own right, with their own powers and abilities. I did not grant that to her. She took it for herself. Spread that in that Bible you're writing. I have to be really careful what I tell them, because some of them are writing a Bible, and I can't stop it. It's just what people do. Yeah, that sounds perfectly uh, sane and healthy. So, you know, uh, is it just like a ghostly autobiography? No, it's more like a survival manual for the end of the world, uh, because, you know, that that's coming, so. You guys know about that part, right? Is there anything that you guys would like to do, talk about, hang out about, until the Loch Ness Monster shows I up? I mean, if you guys want to have the end of the world conversation, that would be a nice touchstone to have. Well, I think it's going to be a little bit late in general, so maybe some other time. Yeah. Right. Jesus Christ, it's getting on toward 12.30 here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so We started late, it's my fault. You're fine. So, the moon rises as it, the, uh, the party atmosphere enlivens itself. Um, how, how strict, uh, do you want the Fomori to be on the keeping other people out as they are having a party? I mean, like, just have a party. They can just have a party. And if Nessie so so shows up and a bunch of people see it, that's not really on us. They saw Nessie at a party. They're drunk. It's fine. 
Is that a good answer? Okay. So, yeah, no, that's totally fine. I just wanted to know if you wanted uh, them to be a little bit more lax on security so then they can, like, chill out and I mean, just have yeah. a party, or if you wanted them to still... If they're not on the, the clock and they're not cops, it's fine. They, they, they don't have to police people who live here and stuff. They can just relax. We're here to relax. There's a few other people who don't fit in with Sadness's uh, entourage who show up, who appear, mm, let's say, maybe they've had some mushrooms or maybe some mm, illicit goods. Their eyes are a little bit too wide, but they're digging the vibe that you all are hang are, are uh, putting out. There might even be a few people who uh, hang out on the bus and uh, follow y'all back to London. But that's not important right now. Because as the full moon reaches its apex, you can see rising from the relatively still waters of the lock a form that you have only ever seen in Wikipedia pages and Google image searches of a hump out of the water that then goes to still water that then goes to a large elongated head that looks like what people have said it was almost like a plesiosaur or some kind of water lizard. water horse water horse this isn't a oh. selkie or a it's not a, it's a it's not a water horse water horses are terrifying i think i think they're irish legends but i'll have oh, to look shit. that up later they like they like get like children like oh they'll God. be like aha i'm a horse no i'm a water horse and like because you're a kid i'm glued to you and i'm gonna run into the water and then drown your child Christ. yeah uh myths on uh on the on uh the british isles are fucking deadly <laughs> so anyway so the telltale sign of of the loch ness monster comes towards the the beach that you all have settled on and every femori and passerby looks at it in awe but there's one thing that the photograph doesn't catch about it there's one thing that was never captured or talked about with nessie is that when you stare at nessie when you look at her face the eyes no matter the lighting are white pits that seem to shift about unnaturally as if someone was drawing the eye lines and the animation was going off of keyframe constantly. They're shaky and they stay where that eye should be, but they stare at you. And as that it approaches, it doesn't get close enough that it, that it would have to use what legs might exist below the water but it stares to you all and it lets out a low 
<laughs> haunting melody. <laughs> a very haunting melody as Nessie graces your party. Does, does she let us ride her? Wow, he just immediately I'm, went there. Just immediately. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Who wants to roll Animal Ken? Animal Ken? What would that be? What would that what would that be? Charisma in Animal Ken? Oh, please Ken? Christ, yes. I'm from Appalachia. I know how to deal with this. I, I can I can roll on that too. Ooh, <laughs> I will absolutely try to get okay. a free willy ride from Nessie with Animal Ken. I mean, who wouldn't? Holy so... shit, she makes whale noises. <sighs> so if Rowan is going to help, I will let uh, you guys know for the sake of transparency that End of Sadness has the better role for this. So good at it. <laughs> All right. If Rowan is going to help... I will give uh, I will give End of Sadness an extra like two dice as like a teamwork thing. Okay. Let me Does that sound sure. fair? Sounds fair to me. Let me Okay, so you both paddle out and try to coerce Nessie. <laughs> okay, I will Layla, meanwhile, just standing on the water, staring at Nessie, uh, too distracted to notice these two imbeciles going to try to mount the spirit angel dinosaur. Can you say it like that? Just why this is happening. Oh, wait, now I see why it's not working. What's the difficulty on Nessie? What's the difficulty to ride Nessie? <laughs> Things that I never thought that I'd have to say <laughs> in my GMing career. I'm going to. Okay, so I would say that normally Nessie would be a mm-hmm, nine. Makes sense to me. However, Nessie has been coerced to come out by the demons who were scared to death by a botch. So I'm going to lower it to a seven. Okay. And because, does this count as socialization? Yeah. Like gain her to let us ride her. It okay. <laughs> so here here's the thing. Okay. If you want it to count as socialization, I will up the difficulty to eight. Nah, that's fine. But give you the specialty. Because then Nessie might show up at random points in real, not I, in real life. I can you know always I mean. come back and make friends with Nessie if I wanted to show up in real life. It's I don't need that. I'll just roll okay. for us to get the Polaroid. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, difficulty seven, right? So one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! Um, now, I will point out why I have Animal Ken 5, and it's not okay. because the first session was Nessie. The reason I have Animal Ken so high is because <laughs> the original version of Femori used to be exclusively animals back in the day, and I use Animal Femori, so I absolutely have to be able to handle them so they don't go goddamn bear crazy on me. 
all the things that are important, I cannot be mauled to death That's by totally bears. Fair. <laughs> or acid spitting dogs from the yeah, thing. Yeah, actually. There was no way for me to ensure the animals wouldn't turn on me because none of that is written in any of the bullshit about animal femori. So I erred on the side of caution. Okay. So, with six successes, you can get yourself, your friends, the leader of the Sure, Grandpa deserves it. Grandpa can go out and get his water aerobics in. And if you want a random passerby that was never no, part of the party onto This onto is a private uh, uh, meet and greet with the celebrity. This is, no, no, we won't be doing that. We won't be sharing that moment with a stranger. That's weird. <laughs> okay. I'll make sure that Nessie remembers that for future endeavors in case you try to socialize the Loch Ness fucking monster. This is, this is a more intimate meeting. It's not really about strangers. <laughs> so you all go out uh so so here's my question who is riding like right up near the plesiosaur neck i mean i would want to but i will also defer to anyone else because i'm a good friend wherever i i think you've heard it allowed. yeah yeah you've heard it yeah once once layla sees what these lunatics are doing and it's actually fucking working uh, she just dives straight into the lock and uh, a few moments later comes like at significantly faster than a human should be able to, to should be able to swim comes like bounding across the surface of the water in and out like a fucking dolphin and up onto <laughs> Nessie's back <laughs> <laughs> so so Holy shit. You all swim with the Loch Ness oh, monster. This is perfect. Nessie lets you ride on her for about an hour, maybe a little bit more, before dropping you all off at the shore. And then Nessie looks to you all with those vacant white eyes. The kinds of eyes that stare into nothingness and the soul. And Nessie opens her mouth and what you expect to be the sound of a whale or what is what the GM thinks a plesiosaur might sound like is not there. What is there is a single word that is kind of strained through the vocal cords of the uh, of the reptilian uh, aquatic creature, as it just kind of goes, Mithras, and then dives back down. Uh. Well, that's something off the bucket list. <laughs> what the fuck? Did, it, did she? 
Goodbye, Nessie. I love right. you. And cut. just standing there on the beach. <laughs> and cut. I did have a thing to say. Hot. Oh, please go I, ahead. I'm going to turn to you guys. You know, once we get back to like the, you know, the camper or whatever. Like I know that's a perfect cut place. Maybe this is after credits, where it's like, you know, I have to admit, when I first started this idea of like finding more people like me, and like I know it wasn't my idea, but it's something I was doing. I was worried it was because every single day since my change was going to be like a fight. Like the Sparrow Seven's been telling me nonstop about the things that are going to happen and the troubles ahead. And I thought, you know, this was going to be like a thing. I thought that's why we went on this vacation because it was going to be the one last hurrah. But like that was not bad. I don't think, I think things are going to be okay. That was not a bad day we just had, you know? Yeah, we surfed the Loch Ness fucking monster. None of us could have done that on our own either, right? No. It took actually all of us to pull that off. And that's it. That's that's what Men of Sadness' thing was. It's like, that was not a bad day. (laughs) Hooray. You all had one good day before you went back to London. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah wait for that reality to hit you in the face session two back to brexit <laughs> everyone put your fucking mask on get your meter sticks don't let them get near you one person to the grocery <laughs> store one person and now we're becoming super spreader event oh, god but are we good to wrap there is that what we're well, pushing all right. Well, so. uh, yeah, that Brendan, you start off the thing. The I am. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I haven't listened to this a million times. So I was Brendan. Devin. Holden. Holden. And Sam. this was sponsored by nobody. Signing off. This game is a collaboration between A Pair of Dice Lost and sponsored by Nobody Podcasts. You can find us at apairofdiceLost.podbean.com and sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com. You can find Exalted vs. World of Darkness over at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. 